Hello, and welcome to the Health Mix Podcast, the official podcast of Molina Healthcare of Illinois. We're back, and right off the bat, I would like to say thanks. Thanks to those who have contacted me about the show with their ideas. My hope is that we can grow this show and find ways of talking about healthy living and highlighting people that are working to help others. If you are new to the show, thanks for joining. We're really glad that you're here. My name is John Ronaldo, and I'm a communication specialist at Molina Healthcare. And if you ever have questions for me or about the show, please email us at mhilcommunications at molinahealthcare.com. We would love to hear from you. On to today's episode. I love today's episode. Let me just say that right off the bat. As part of a partnership between NeighborSpace and Molina Healthcare, more than 30 community volunteers worked to revitalize a community garden in Chicago's Englewood neighborhood. This is really important as accessibility to food has been affected by the COVID-19 crisis. This garden will help get fresh, locally sourced, delicious food in the hands of the neighborhood. Karina Gonzalez, manager of communications for Molina, was on site talking to organizers and volunteers as they built garden beds, poured soil, and planted seeds for the free garden. Hi, so my name is Crystal Whitfield. Um, I coordinated this event. Um, when I first saw that Chicago was um, getting looted and they're kind of tearing down the city, I wanted to, you know, do something different. I wanted to build the city up. So instead of t- um, finding ways to help clean up around the city, I started to want to uh, do a urban garden. I've been gardening in my backyard for a while now. So I've been wanting to do a, a something like this, but it just hasn't come together. So um, finally, I just got on Facebook and made a post and like I'm looking for a space for to start an urban garden, if anybody know of a space. So I just started getting like overwhelming feedback from a lot of places, a lot of people, including Melina, Lorinda actually um, reached out to me and was like, I like what you're trying to do in the community and we want to work with you, we want to be a part of it. So that's how we ended up here today in Inglewood doing a, a garden restoration. Um, this area doesn't really have a lot of um, grocery stores. It's kind of what you would call a food desert. So I wanted to do something that could help the community as well as bring us together and also offer them food that they could come and get. Not You don't have to pay for it. You just come and get it for free. And it'll, it's more rewarding because they're actually growing it themselves. Crystal Whitfield is a registered nurse, community organizer, and a backyard gardener. Crystal led this effort. She's the kind of person who tries to bring her community together. It would not be an understatement to say that she goes out of her way to care for others. Talk a little bit about what the volunteers, like how many volunteers are here today, what they're actually doing. And we'll take photos as well to show, but Um, a little audio. So today uh, we have about, I wanna say 25 to 30 here right now. We still have volunteers coming in. Um, so we're hoping that we get at least up to 50 today. We're prepared for 50 to 100, but um, whatever we get, we're grateful for. Uh, but what we have our volunteers out doing now is we're spreading mulch to go under our garden beds. So we have garden beds being set up as well, being built. Um, we're having garden beds being filled with soil so we can start planting. 
Um, and we also just have them beautifying the space. So just picking weeds and picking up trash and just making sure the space is presentable for the community. Everything is for the community. I want them to have a place to come where they can feel like it's beautiful where they live, where they could come and be feel safe and just relax and come and do things other than, you know, just hanging out on the corner or walking around in the street. So. Right, yeah. What kind of veggies and <laughs> plants are gonna be here? Um, we're gonna be trying to do a variety of fruits and veggies. Um, we're gonna do some raised bed gardening. So uh, we're gonna do some vine plants. Um, so we're gonna be doing like cucumbers and I'm gonna try to get some pumpkins in. Hopefully we can find some pumpkin starters for the fall so we can give do the kids some um, pumpkins so for jack-o'-lanterns or just pumpkin carving. Um, but ultimately we have 12 aeroponic um, towers coming in shortly. They're already ordered. So the aeroponic towers grow solely off of water and air, no soil. They're vertical towers, so they can fit up to 337 plants. So we're hoping to get a variety of fruits and vegetables so um, we can have a lot to pick from, from strawberries to eggplants to cucumbers, you know, just tomatoes, you know, like just different things that the community, the, the community can um, come and gather themselves and take home and they can know where it came from so they don't have to worry about if it's if it's healthy or if it's GMO non-GMO we're going to try to do organic uh, for the most part um, we're going to see how that works for the first year and then hopefully we can continue on with that because you talked about how this area is a food desert before the pandemic mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit about how that that even affected the community even more and what, what you're hearing from okay so um pretty much around here so a few we have food establishments but they're not healthy food establishments so food deserts around here would um basically explain the reason why there's not a grocery store nearby you have to drive 15 to 20 minutes away and most of these people don't have vehicles to get there so they have to ride the bus so imagine just having to ride the bus to the grocery store to just get essentials so that's really, really like it, it hurts the community because instead of going to the grocery store and getting something healthy, they they um, pick the quick option, which is fast food, unhealthy. So we're trying to, you know, get nutrition back in there. We're trying to get health back in there, especially for this community, because for the African-American community and just for the color community, the black and brown community, it's really hard uh, for us already because we're at the top of most of the disease processes. So hypertension and diabetes we're like the highest incidences in those. So we're just trying to not only make the community better, but make ourselves better. I'm a nurse, so that's my main goal in having the fruits and veggies getting started here because I just want to make sure people are getting healthy and not only getting healthy, but I just want to make sure that my hometown is, you know, being knowledgeable and becoming, um, becoming better because you know we see Chicago um, in a bad light on media at all times and I just want to shine a different light on Chicago especially in communities like this like Inglewood this is kind of deemed to be a bad community so I just want to show them that this community can be good as well this community can produce good things it's not just all bad The 69th and Stewart Garden was originally established in 1994 and has been in need of maintenance for quite some time. When Crystal decided to try and revitalize the community garden, it was NeighborSpace who helped make it happen. According to their website, 
NeighborSpace is the only nonprofit urban land trust in Chicago that preserves and sustains gardens on behalf of dedicated community groups. They help support community gardens through property ownership, insurance, water, stewardship, education, tool lending, project planning, fundraising. They provide all sorts of support so that community groups can focus on gardening and building their community. They do this so communities can focus on generating food. They can make their homes more beautiful, have places for their kids to play. Robin Klein, the assistant director of NeighborSpace, said that community gardens like the one at 69th and Stewart allow community members to take care of their community. Robin was happy to take part in the revitalization efforts. My name is Robin Klein and I am the assistant director at NeighborSpace um, and my primary um, job here today is just mobilizing a community and group stewardship at this site. Um, NeighborSpace, do you want me to just talk? Yeah, um, go ahead. NeighborSpace is, a, is Chicago's only community uh, garden land trust um, and we help community members organize and protect uh, community managed spaces across the city and we hold the title on the spaces um, and hold the insurance and help with water and help with grant writing uh, and we have sites in ev almost every neighborhood in Chicago um, and today we're here in Englewood and we are um, helping with the 69th uh, 69th and Seward Street Community Garden which is about 15 years old, um, maybe almost 20, and the uh, community um, block club or the block club of this street was the, were the original uh, stewards of this particular community garden. And um, as as time does, unfortunately, uh, many of the community leaders uh, got older, and um, some of them passed away. And so we're in a moment of transition, um, and we're recognizing that. The COVID-19 crisis is really um, encouraging people in lots of ways to see their see themselves taking care of their communities. And um, as you can see today, there's a lot of community care happening. So this, if I'm understanding correctly, this site previously was the community garden, and then today is, we're like re revitalizing it. Is yeah, that today we're revitalizing the community garden. Um, it's it's been being managed by uh, our lovely community leader who I'll introduce to you over there okay um, but but um, you know what one of the common situations in, that happen with community garden spaces is they go through just as many changes as any person does right so mm -hmm. there's leaders that it existed that mobilized this space that gardened in it and then um, there were the church was actually a big um, community partner as well um, and then the church transitioned out of being in service and so now there's actually a couple artists who live in this uh, church and they are here today helping out. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's no longer functioning as a, as as a, a church. church. However, artists are move, have moved in or doing something with the space. Yeah. Um, so the when these kinds of revitalizations happen and, and people are out caring for the space, it, it really is drawing attention to the fact that this space exists for everyone on the block. Mm -hmm. So um, today we're revitalizing the space, building beds, um, and getting it ready for a fall harvest. 
our, our, our volunteers going to sign up just to come and maintain? Or can anyone come and go? Or how do, what's yeah, the you, structure? Well, it, the community garden structure is really different for every community garden. And I think because this garden has not had a number of people involved, um, Crystal, I don't. You, I think you may have met yes. Crystal. Crystal is organizing um, the the new stewardship effort right now, and so I think those are the things that will get decided. Um, ideally, you know, you have a group of three or four community leaders who, um, like a block club or like any type of advocacy group, holds regular meetings to identify what the main priorities are, and sometimes that looks really formal and sometimes it doesn't but because we're building beds today there's 10 beds on the site um, ideally what would happen is that 10 different individuals or families or community organizations would come and sign up for a bed so hopefully by the end of the day we'll even have the opportunity to number the beds and then wow. let people know which beds are theirs that oh, um, is really neat yeah and um, and then you know it's sort of um, some people have more free time than other people, so <laughs> it kind of people who have um, the capacity to do more community organizing do, and then hopefully there's space for people who only have a little bit of time. And there are many, many families and community members who are really busy and don't have enough time to maybe garden in a bed, but do have enough time to come to these kinds of events where they're filling the beds with soil, and so they're part of they're part of a bigger effort. Molina Healthcare of Illinois, with partner organizations Urban Grown Chicago, Alderman Roderick Sawyer, NeighborSpace, Paint the City, and other community members, held a grand opening for the 69th in Stewart Garden on Saturday, September 5th, in Chicago's Englewood neighborhood. If you are interested in learning more about the garden or volunteering, check out Crystal's website at https colon slash slash herbengrown.org. That's H-E-R-B-A-N-G-R-O-W-N dot org. We look forward to seeing you there. Hopefully you love this episode as much as I do. If you have time, go check out the community garden at 69th and Stewart in Inglewood. And if you want to learn more about NeighborSpace, their upcoming events, or what they do, please visit http colon slash slash neighbor space.org. I would like to thank Crystal Whitfield and Robin Klein for their work on the community garden and for talking with us about the efforts. Also, a special thanks to all the volunteers, artists, and community members that work to revitalize the garden. And finally, a thanks to Karina Gonzalez, Manager of Communications for Molina Healthcare, for her interview and field work on this episode. Health Mix is the official podcast of Molina Healthcare of Illinois. We hope that the information in this episode helps you and your family. We want you to stay healthy. If you have questions or comments on today's show, please email us at mhilcommunications at molinahealthcare.com. Thanks for listening, and until next time, remember, your health matters.